Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. Well, so the show starts with Henwolf barking, which is yes. always a good sign. <laughs> I have no idea what she's barking at. I hope it's Federal Express. Me too. I don't know why it would be Federal Express. I have nothing coming <laughs> via Federal Express. But I feel like I very seldom get any bad things from Federal Express. So I mm-hmm. hope it is. Anyway, that threw me completely. I had I had a whole flow ready. After two weeks off from oh. doing the show, I was ready to get right back into exactly the way it normally is. And then Hen will threw it, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Michelle. Yes. How have you been? It must be hard. Was it hard not not being embarrassed on the show for two whole weeks? I mean, yeah, but we did double the embarrassment <laughs> the week earlier, so it it all worked out. Okay, know? good, good. I mean, that's you know that's the way you hope it'll go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, for those who don't know, I went on a little vacation and then immediately <laughs> immediately came back and did uh, my first movie expo. Um, since the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, which went fine. I, I did a horror, the horror hound weekend in Cincinnati, Ohio. It wasn't a bad experience. Um, I, I had a pretty good time. We made a little bit of money. Uh, attendance obviously was not what it normally would be. I think that mm-hmm. makes sense. I, I couldn't be, I couldn't really fault anybody who didn't want to go. It made, it made sense to me. I was ready to rock. I was ready to go. I needed to get out there and see, but uh yeah. But yeah, so uh, so what I'm getting at is, boy, am I tired. <laughs> boy, has there been a lot going on since I got back. Yeah. Uh, so, and actually today, uh, one of the things I was doing today, it just got canceled like right before the show. And I was like excited because that means I have like enough time to like cook a lunch and yeah. mow my lawn. And then I'll be have more things to do. <laughs> so, but at least there's that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, so. I went out to a cabin in the middle of nowhere, which is kind of my favorite type of escape is, uh, is that, and, uh, it was relatively uneventful. I just spent like every day on the kayak and, uh, you know, eating sandwiches and, and going on the kayak and watching movies at night and having campfires. Sounds good. And then on the last night, um, I think it was, no, it was the second to last night. I am almost certain we heard a black bear in the woods. Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. We're just sitting at the campfire and we're just chilling, you know. Well, not really. We're actually getting warm, you know, because of the <laughs> fire. But we're just hanging out and all of a sudden we hear all of the dogs. There's like farms nearby, but they're pretty far away. The the cabins on like a good 27 acres. We start hearing these dogs barking in the distance. Dogs we've heard bark before, but not at this l- amount. They're just barking and barking and barking and barking and barking and barking and barking. And we're like, man, what is making them bark so much? Like, why are they going so crazy? Usually they just bark a little bit and they stop. Mm-hmm. So they're still barking and they're still barking and they're still barking. And uh, and the house is on like a little valley. So sound really travels. 
Yeah. So we hear this barking and it keeps barking. So we're just kind of like, huh, it's weird. And at one point, um, we were like, we were kind of like, ah, eh, maybe we should be prepared for, you know, if we, if something's nearby. So we're like, yeah. So then we hear some more barking. We hear some more barking. And then all of a sudden in just the wooded area where the barking is coming from, we just hear a little. And I remember I was like, uh, was that a cow? Like it kind of like mm-hmm. at first that was the first I was like, is that a cow? Cause like, but there are no cows over there anymore. There used to be a cow farm next to that place. Cause I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, renting a cabin there for years. So there used to be cows. There aren't anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, why would a cow just wander the woods? Okay. So I'm going to stop <laughs> you there. Maybe you're hearing ghost cows. <laughs> Okay, first of all, if go- if cows are capable of producing ghosts, then there are so many ghost cows that we just don't even care. Well, maybe most ghost cows like don't make their presence known to humans, but this ghost cow is angry and it wants revenge. Because it was killed in a, in a drunk driving accident and it wants yes. it wants revenge. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I could, I could, I feel like you watch an anime or read a manga just about that. Yes, I mean I'm not that into cows. So <laughs> really, I I, you, you're kind of misleading me. Then I'm starting to think you are a little bit. But so, I again I was like a cow or whatever, and I was trying not to <laughs> not to overreact. And then Rachel just looks at me and goes, "It sounds like a black bear." So we just both like calmly gathered our stuff up and stopped being separate by the way, like stopped separating from each other. Mm-hmm. And so we like both went into the house and got a pot of water and both came out and put the fire out. And we're just like, we're just going inside. Um, the area is not known for having a bunch of black bears, but when I Googled it the next day, I mean, they've had black bear sightings for years and years in that area. Mm-hmm. The house has no like um, bear preparedness to it but it's like a very it's a it's a cabin made by hunters so that makes me think that like black bears are really not a huge problem out there but that doesn't mean that we want to be outside when we know one's nearby i mean exactly you know especially because uh they can be really aggressive at this time of year because they're getting ready to hibernate Mm -hmm. so might have been a black bear it sure sounded like a black bear i mean the the deep guttural groans and just the dog reaction so and then here's the reason i think especially it was a black bear or it was some kind of, of dangerous animal. Here's why it's not hunting season here yet. Right. Okay. The next day we're on the lake and I hear within about 10 seconds of each other, two high caliber gunshots and then no more gunshots for the rest of the day, Hmm. which makes me think that the, cause it's a community of like Amish farmers and regular farmers right there. It makes me think that they either waited till morning and went out and hunted this thing and killed Mm it, um, or that they waited till morning and called the game warden and said, like, hey, this whatever it is, bear, coyote, whatever, got, like, into my farm. I need Mm -hmm. permission to kill it or you need to come and take care of it because Mm -hmm. it's dangerous. Because it was really, like, usually we hear almost no gunshots, which is unusual for most of the country, you know, out being out in the country, but in that part of the country, we almost never hear gunshots and they were high mm-hmm. caliber, like big booming shots. So I think that whatever it was, they hunted 
uh, the next day, pro- probably because it was dangerous. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope that's what it was. I hope it's not that the bear has, has a gun. gun. <laughs> oh God! I'm so glad that we got away from there. But oh God, what if they? What if they? What if while we were sleeping, the bear? What if while we were sleeping, the bear like checked our wallets and like wrote down our addresses? You know, they do that. I've heard <laughs> stories, so you need to be careful. I don't know how long it takes a bear to get from where you were to where you are, yeah. but. They're coming. <laughs> Probably a really long time, so I should be ready. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is that poor dog barking at? I don't know. Just neighbor stuff? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Oh, actually, no. There's bear? a dog across the street, and mm-hmm. he's barking at that dog, and they're talking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So, no black bear? Are you sure? No. Well, unless... Too bad they didn't do this before when you were talking about barking. <laughs> I know, right? They missed their cue. Yeah. But uh, no, so we were just like, yeah, it was a little startling. I'm not going to lie. But black bear are generally not super dangerous. But again, like, why would I want to, you know, purposely be around one, though? Yeah, no, you know, that's okay. That'd be a bad idea. So that was the most excitement we had because generally the wildlife experience out there is very, very minimal. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's a squirrel or a raccoon you know, uh, not a lot of coyotes out there. Although we, um, because we're so far in the into the woods, we store our garbage a um, hundred feet away from the house. So, okay. so that uh, you know, if something wants to steal food from it, that doesn't encourage them to be near the house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what I assume is why they do it. I, or maybe they just like making me walk when I yeah, take garbage that's out. that's what it is. Those bastards! Those goddamn bastards! So, uh, but no, so overall it was a good trip. It was a good visit. How long does that dog cross the street over there? What do you mean? You said it was a dog across the street. Oh, you mean they're like in the backyard? Oh no, no, no. So there's one in the backyard (laughs) and he was communicating with a dog across the street. Was it, was the dog passing by or does the dog live across the street? I don't know. I just heard it that way. (laughs) They like to talk to each other. Oh, so. He's got to be done soon because the other dog stopped talking. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's just like, I love dogs barking at each other because it's like, hey, hey, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. It's like, hey, I'm a dog too. I'm also a dog. <laughs> dog. That's kind of <laughs> kind of what it's like. Yeah. Henwolf won't even bark at other dogs most of the time anymore. She's just like done unless they do something she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Like walk toward her or away from her or really any decision that she doesn't, that didn't choose for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, so good trip came home. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, so that was basically my, I mean, like everything else was pretty uneventful, which is a good thing when you're trying to relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I watched some cool movies late at night, uh, spent like, I always say like, I don't know if I'll spend the whole trip on the lake this time because Mm -hmm. I feel like I'll get bored and I always spend the whole trip on the lake. Like the whole three days is just like on the lake until sunset and then get out of the lake before it's nighttime because nature turns scary at night. So get away from the lake at night. Does the lake, sorry. No, no, what? Does the lake Um, Does the lake have like any things? Like does it have dragonflies or frogs? It is maggoty with both. Yay. So, so where, where, where we launch our kayaks into the water, mm-hmm. the whole time we're like trying to watch it. Cause there are like literally hundreds of tiny miniature frogs, like mm-hmm. growing up and we're trying not to step on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and fireflies were mating like 
nobody's business this while we were there. This was the latest we'd ever been there. This was the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. So we usually come in the middle of August, but this year there was no uh, there was no time to, to or it wasn't available. So we booked yeah. it in September, right before my birthday. And uh, yeah, there were like dragonflies everywhere. The the pond or the well, I call it a lake because it's four acres. It's very large, um, but it's I guess technically it's a pond, mm-hmm. but um, but it's very very large. Uh, it's also full of fish and turtles. Cool. Um, although it's very, you could rarely see the turtles from the boat. You usually see them when you're on the dock. You'll see like a turtle swimming way out. Mm-hmm. The fish, though, um, it's a catch and release uh, fishing hole. So uh, there's lots of fish. And if you are standing on the dock, some of the fish will swarm because they know that sometimes they get treats and they get fed from wow. the dock. Yeah. So, and it's really fun because uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, but cat or uh, fish love cat food. Oh. They do very much. So uh, you throw cat kibble into the water and they'll all swarm and start nibbling it up. And uh, one year, the owner of the cabin actually left the bag of cat food out for us and said, like, if you guys want to feed my fish, I'd appreciate it. And it's kind of fun. So Aww. we did. We fed the fish and it was it was really fun. But if you just keep throwing like handfuls out, eventually the giant fish that the the really mature fish that are kind of hiding will start will start coming out of hiding into the shallow spot to start getting some of the fish food, too. It's pretty cool. It's super cool. So, um, and the thing I really like about that lake is, so it's fed from a stream, you know, Mm -hmm. like that, you know, it's a man-made lake Mm -hmm. and it's fed from a stream. So we had just had a lot of rain. So the water levels were pretty high. So we were able to kayak out of the lake area and in toward the stream area, which is like literally a swamp. It's literally a bog. Because cool. it's where it's where the water kind of just meets earth mm-hmm. and you know fills up, and it's really fun to kayak through those spots. Cool. Um, and it's also really funny because like I'd get stuck and be like, oh god, my boat's stuck. I got to figure out how to unstick it, stick it, and then I'm like, oh yeah, the water is a foot and a half deep here. <laughs> like, like because in the lake it's like twenty feet deep, mm-hmm. but but in, when you, when we're going through the little like canal, it's it's yeah, it's maybe two feet of water. Wow. So it's like, oh, I guess worst case I could just get out and push, mm-hmm. but I'd rather not get yeah. gross, gross nature water on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it is, so it's, it's really fun and, and it's really beautiful in the boggy part. So, I mean, you can see where the flowers are blooming. Like you can literally at certain times of day, you can see where the sun perfectly cuts through the tree cover and how mm-hmm. like the flowers all blossom where the sun is hitting. Aww. Um, stuff like that's really cool. Um, and then, of course, the other best part, which is the mysterious, like, branches moving and stuff because there's stuff living in there and you don't know yeah. what it is. That's always fun. Yeah. Like, nature's scary. So, mm-hmm. but so then I came back from vacation and then the next day it was my 35th birthday, which uh, yeah. I, I totally forgot to mention on the pre-recorded episodes we did for some reason that I was having. A, I think, or maybe I did mention it. I don't know. Leave you, me alone. I think you did, but I don't know. <laughs> well, and and so Michelle got me. A weeb shirt, mm-hmm. my first ever weeb shirt. She got me a, a t-shirt with Senku uh, and a bunch of the characters from uh, from uh, Doctor Stone. Yep. So I'll be uh, wearing that strictly in my own home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I will. I look forward to wearing it in public so that other weebs can be like, ah, 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 you know. Uh, yeah. Like that, like that guy at the Chinese buffet who got all excited because he heard me talking about Doctor Stone. He was like, "I'm sorry to eavesdrop, but that is a great manga, and the anime is really good too." And I was like, "Thank you, 
stranger. <laughs> I appreciate your input. So <laughs> he was so nice. But anyway, so that's I, I just talked so much about my thing. What have you been up to, Michelle? <laughs> you don't know. Well, I mean, you obviously you've been drawing your comic because there, mm-hmm. you know, you've put out more comics. Come on, what what have you been up to? Come on, spill it. I don't know. Just been um, trying to get stuff done and stuff. For you for your business. Mm-hmm. Michelle's trying to uh, to get everything done as soon as possible for her home inspecting business. So, yeah. do you want to tell everybody the name of it? No. Our best home inspection. So I was waiting for applause. Just, you know, Uh, (laughs) no, but yeah, our best home inspection. Uh, If you need your home inspected in uh, Pennsylvania or New Jersey soon, she will be the best possible option. Or I will at least be a possible. (laughs) Soon we're going to have like ads at the beginning of the podcast for. This show brought to you by our best home inspections, servicing Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Yeah. That's I mean, te- technically, if you want an inspection in PA, I can, you can do that now, but <laughs> you hear that folks. <laughs> I know it's really stressful and, and it's a lot to take on. Yeah. So, but you're doing a good job. Thanks. That's the classic Michelle response. Thanks. At least see the dog's like, don't worry, I'll take over. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> but uh, no, so <clears throat> so now you're you're getting ready to file the paperwork with New Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. Because as since the last we spoke, you last time we spoke, you were you were worrying about getting your errors and omission insurance, mm-hmm. and now you have it. Mm-hmm. So uh, so now you just got to file with New Jersey, the state of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And I, I think I probably need like a certificate of insurance. So I was about to get that mm-hmm. while right before we did that, we started. Um, so hopefully that'll just, lo- they'll just let me have it like now. Yeah. So I can go and get everything notarized and print out photos that I took of myself that are selfies, but don't look like selfies because I did a really good job of making them not look like selfies. You did it. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. Just stuff. You're doing a good job. Yeah. You are. You're doing a good job. Thanks. I'm sorry I had to compliment you. Mm, so. That's okay. Um, speaking of compliment, so while I was gone, we reached a, uh, a milestone on the Weekly Spooky podcast. Mm-hmm. We hit episode 100. And yeah. to celebrate doing 100 episodes of Weekly Spooky, I did a uh, episode 100 special which is two parts, almost two hours of, of new podcast and it had 10 authors and mm-hmm. part two just dropped and it features your story. Yep, it does. And it's one of my favorites you've written. Really? Well, well, hear me out. First of all, everything is, you know, in its own category, right? Mm-hmm. So I loved the story you wrote for Campfire Tales. I thought it really was a phenomenal young adult horror story. Mm-hmm. I really did. And Thanks. I loved your your Hanukkah Christmas story to Tiny Christmas Iowa, which mm-hmm. I really loved that one because it had a great sense of humor and it was weird and it was uh, it was action packed and fun. Mm-hmm. But the reason I'm, I'm saying one of my favorites of yours, and you need to write more for the show. 
Oh, oh, and you did uh, normal shit was really good too. That's the Thanks. one that that just came out. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I, I sometimes have trouble keeping it all straight. I am so burnt out this week. Uh, I have been chasing my tail this entire freaking week. <sighs> but um, what I was gonna say is one of the reasons I love your your contribution to the weekly spooky special is you only had like a thousand to fifteen hundred words to work with. Mm-hmm. So it's your story is is spooky, but it's like boiled down to the basest elements of being creepy. So I remember when I was reading it, I was like, this feels almost like a story. I would actually just like sit down and bullshit to somebody like to, to creep them out. Like, because, <laughs> you know, like when you, you, you may know the story of Bloody Mary or you may know the story mm-hmm. of uh, the hook for a hand or whatever. But if you're just sitting down with a friend with no with no like major preparation, you're just going to give them the hot deets that make them creeped out. You know, mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. like. You don't, you don't spend a lot of time with the flourish, which you can't when you only have like a thousand words anyway. Yeah. So that's my point is I remember when it was done, I was like, wow, that was just simply creepy. That was simply spooky. Ooh, well, that's simply spooky. Sounds like another podcast. <laughs> I am not launching another goddamn podcast. <laughs> slightly different. Simply types spooky. Of, like not horror, but like <laughs> slightly creepy stories. I like it. Cause I can just, I can just already, already have like the sound bite of the thing. Ooh. Simply spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe that's what we'll rebrand if we ever stop being weekly. Then we can Mm -hmm. be simply spooky. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, speaking of rebrand, weekly spooky is hitting its second renaissance every Halloween season. Every time the spooky season starts, weekly spooky kind of explodes. Mm -hmm. And it's happening right now. Listenership has tripled already. And, but that's already, it's not even October yet. So I'm very excited. Last year, listenership was, wasn't even tripled. It was like 15 times. So, Mm -hmm. but the fact that it's tripled when it was, it's much higher than it was the year before is very exciting. So it's a very exciting time for weekly spooky because the audience has grown so much. And this year the audience has grown so much. And they're more um, interactive and more excited than last year. So it's been really fun. Like I'm getting fan letters from on Instagram. I'm getting fan letters on the email account and I've been getting uh, some new Patreon backers, which is hugely appreciated. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Especially as I prepare to have to um, pay for uh, natural gas this winter. (laughs) Gonna find out. Oh God. It's not that expensive. (laughs) But, um, but no, it's just like, it's just a uh, damn dogs. Uh, oh, he's, he's a cute dog though. Um, you don't like that dog? No. Shaking your head. You're, well, yeah, you have to live next to it barking all the time. Mm, I, I just don't like their dogs. Ouch. Everybody heard it here first. Um, but no, so uh, yeah, just a big milestone, 100 episodes of Weekly Spooky. Now, most of the people listening to this show are already avid weekly spooky listeners mm-hmm. but you know if you're one of the people who listens to the show every week and you've never listened spooky season is might be a good time to just start listening just for the heck of it you know to get creeped out or whatever um the also the cool thing is so i was at that convention that horror movie convention in cincinnati and i brought business cards and after every sale or every just successful interaction every time i like hung out and talked with somebody for a minute and we had a good report i would say oh by the way and i'd give them a business card with the info Mm-hmm. And I'd tell them what it was. And they always, well, first I'd say, are you into podcasts? 
if they said not really, then I wouldn't bother, you know, bugging them with it. Here, try anyway. Well, I might say like, well, if you get a chance, I have one. You might like Mm -hmm. it. It's got scary stories. But if they said yes, then I give them like the whole like, well, this is every week a brand new short horror story narrated and you might really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And people got excited. They liked the concept. So it's funny because we're 100 episodes in (laughs) and I'm still like people are just discovering it. People are just finding out about it. And I'll Mm -hmm. tell you, though, perception is helped immensely by the fact that we have 100 episodes. When I tell them, like, we just celebrated our 100th episode, their eyes always got really wide. And they're like, wow, awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and then the next, the follow-up almost always is, do I need to start from the first one? And I'm like, no, you could literally listen to them (laughs) in any order you want. What, What people are telling me they're doing right now is they're listening to the newest episode And then they're listening to the back catalog until another new episode comes out. Then they listen to the newest. Then they just keep listening to the back catalog. Yeah. And apparently a lot of the more popular podcast apps, that's how they're presenting podcasts now is you get the newest always first, Mm -hmm. the the one that just published, and then it just auto plays the older ones unless you tell it not to. Mm -hmm. And I had one guy tell me that he listened to 17 episodes in one week. Like he was like, I'm up to episode 17. Uh, And I was like, wow awesome like i'm so happy that people are discovering it um because both of these podcasts are are extremely passion projects for me yeah i mean that's just the truth Mm -hmm. so and weekly spooky something i very much believe in and i very much think you know everybody should listen to and then uh this show is uh is all michelle michelle is in charge of all of the pr yeah that's sorry about that (laughs) So, but yeah, so 100 episodes of Weekly Spooky. Please check it out if you get a chance. If you're listening to this, you probably already know how to find it. You can go to weeklyspooky.com or just punch Weekly Spooky into your podcast app that you're like using right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but uh, so speaking of spooky season, Michelle, mm-hmm. are you ready for four weeks of October episodes where you're in a Halloween costume? No, no. I mean, unless you just want me to wear a blanket over myself and I'll just be like, not here. That's my Halloween costume. Now, Michelle, how many times before we start the show have I told you you have to take the blanket off? Now you're trying to turn it into a bonus. (laughs) Like, what if I wear this blanket you never let me wear over my whole body during the show? I don't understand what the problem is. It defeats the purpose of having a video podcast. Don't know video what portion. My, my blankets look like. It's good enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> so what I, wanted, what I wanted to talk about was, so spooky season's coming up. Mm. And um, I, I don't know if you remember, but last year for me, the Halloween season actually ended up being really nice. Um, we had a just a boatload of trick-or-treaters. It was mm. crazy how many trick-or-treaters we had. And I ended up being able to have a good time. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Even with like, I'm going to Cleveland for Cinema Wasteland at the start of October. Mm-hmm. So like that makes life like a fifth feel more normal. Like yeah. that I'm going to the convention out there. Yeah. But like, it's still, we're still a ways away from like, I used to do like five cities in October. And this year I have one, you know, one to, mm-hmm. to travel to. Yeah. And yeah. Not, I mean, I'm not complaining. It, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. It's just, I just, it's important to show the dichotomy of like, I used to have everywhere to go in October. Mm-hmm. So last year I tried to turn a negative into a positive and be like, well, since there's a zero reason to travel for in October was last year, 
I put all of the effort into like Halloweening my house and giving mm-hmm. myself a fun costume. I was Dr. Giggles, which I was very proud of that costume because I incorporated my mask. So it mm-hmm. was like, so it didn't take you out of it. Yeah. Um, and I put everybody's candy in little individual wrapped bags so that yeah. they could just take it. They didn't have to like, there didn't have to be a ton of interaction between anybody and, you know, just trying to be thoughtful. Yeah. Um, and, but it ended up being great. I remember, I remember being shocked how happy I was on Halloween night and also how surprised I was that Halloween night was beggars night because in the Midwest, mm-hmm. we assign trick or treat night. Uh, unlike you heathens who just trick or treat whenever the 31st happens. I mean, sure. You adding more laws and stuff. <laughs> that's always good. I don't even know if it's a law. I don't even know if it's an ordinance. I don't even know what it is. I think because it's not even published on like, it's just like the news says like, what are the beggars night days? I mean, I'm sure the cops are like, what are you doing when you're like mm-hmm. in your Halloween costume on like in like, you know, on August 15th? They're like, mm-hmm. what? Mind your own business, pig. You know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, they haven't published the Beggars Night dates here yet. But it looks like for the majority of the area, it's just going to be Halloween night again. Is it? It's Halloween Sunday. Yeah, it's on okay. a Sunday. So Damn. generally, this is why I'm not going to pretend Beggars Night is a great thing or smart in, in all these ways. But one of this this the ideas they claim for why they do Beggars Night is that that way. One night is for the kids and one night is for the like Halloween parties. That's been their attitude. So there's one night where all the kids are running around and then there's a whole other night that's just for the Halloween parties and yada, yada, yada. That's the claim. Usually beggars night is the night before Halloween. But here's the thing, Michelle. So the original concept behind beggars night that made it kind of cool as a kid was early on. It was very simple. Beggar's night was always the night before Halloween. Always. Always. So that meant that in a way you got like double Halloween because you had the night before Halloween was when you'd run around the neighborhood getting candy. And then Halloween day was Halloween day when you got to like watch scary movies and eat candy and dress up. And, and like, you know, if you were in school, you would dress up for Halloween at school. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. But then at some point later on, it became the townships choosing beggar night beggars night to the point where it was like, Oh, it might be, you know, the Thursday before Halloween on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, wh- why is it on the 29th? Now that doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. Uh-huh. So, but lately they've been just having Halloween beggars night be on Halloween. You know, it does save work because they don't have to think about what day yeah, would be yeah. good. It's just like, oh, the day that's Halloween, well, I guess. Here's the other thing that's annoying about Beggar's Night because I need to mention it's township by township. So mm-hmm. like often, like like last year, it was like Beggar's Night is October 31st, 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 31st. And it was like, oh, except for that place, it's 28, you know, or mm-hmm. it's 29. And then 31st, 31st, 31st. So like there's always outliers too where yeah. it's like they, they do trick or treat on a freaking totally different day. But often they would do beggars night on like a Thursday if Halloween was on Saturday and it'd be like, yeah, or, or Halloween was on a Friday, then beggars night would be Thursday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why, why can't yeah. it be on the weekend? Like they just yeah. don't, I, I don't know exactly why, but they would like be avoiding it. So that's why I'm, I'm curious because since Halloween is on Sunday, I doubt they would put beggars night on Friday or Saturday. I feel like they would just do it on Sunday. Maybe. But I don't know because that's the other thing is they wait forever to choose it. Sometimes they wait till the first of October to tell you when Beggar's Night is. So 
And I know it's silly. Don't get me wrong. I'm not really defending it. Although as a kid, I liked it when it was just where, when it was simple, when it was just an official thing where it was like, Oh no, the night before Halloween is just when you trick or treat. But now that it's become, sometimes it's two nights before Halloween or it's on Halloween, but only if it's on a, you know, on a Sunday or a Friday or, or a Thursday mm-hmm. or whatever. I hate that. I hate that it's become so complicated. Yeah. I liked when I could just know that like, Oh, we hand out candy the night before Halloween or, Oh, we go get candy on the night before Halloween. That was fun. Yeah. It felt like its own event. Like Halloween and beggars night were, were married together, but they were two different events. Now, not so much. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like any of that. And also the night before <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you don't like fun anyway. No. But, but the no, night before Halloween like is mischief night. And that's where yes. all the bad kids go out and smash your pumpkins. So that was an event in and of itself because you have to bring your stuff inside and hide from the bad kids. So adorable of you to think that beggars night and mischief night did not coincide completely in Ohio. Mm. They did. (laughs) No, um, that was actually, uh, some people think that that's another reason we went with beggars night was, um, was to try to kind of offset mischief night a little bit. Mm hmm. By, you know, having kids out to trick or treat. Yeah, there's mischief night for sure. <laughs> but anyway, I, I just, I don't hate deeply beggars night, but I'm not in love with it. Like I would be, if they just did away with it and just started saying beggars night is always on Halloween. Now the end, mm-hmm. I would be totally okay with it. Or if they said beggars night is officially always the 30th, I would be fine with it. That mm-hmm. would make me happy too. I just don't like that. I'm like waiting to find out when I'm going to do handing out candy. Cause I love handing out candy and I have a tradition when I hand out candy, mm-hmm. very simple tradition. I get the candy together. I, I deck the house with a fog machine on a timer by my door. So there's always fog at my door. I put on a scary movie. Usually it's one of the Halloween movies um, with Michael Myers or it's, um, or it's like trick or treat. It's something Halloweeny that I like yeah. to rewatch. I don't put on anything I've not seen already because I know I'm going to be up and down, up and down this neighborhood every year. There's tons more kids than the year before. So you got to be ready for Halloween. My house is covered in Halloween lights. So the kids know trick or treat that house, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have my big bag of can- my big bowl of candy with a bag of candy, the auxiliary candy waiting and standing by. And I, the kids trick or treat and the kids trick or treat and the kids trick or treat. It's generally between six and eight is when most of the trick or treating happens. Mm -hmm. So I hand out candy, hand out candy, hand out candy. And then once I hit around seven forty, seven fifty or so, once the trick or treaters start to really die down, oftentimes they don't trick or treat very late because the kids are very young in this neighborhood. They're, they're very young. Like there are very few 11 and 12, 13 year olds. They're mostly like we're talking five, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine year old kids. So they're pretty much done by seven 30. Yeah. Once the trick or treating dies down enough, then I order a Papa John's pizza because they have the pizza that's shaped like a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Tastes like a totally normal pizza. Oh, it's, it's, and the best part about it is not only is it just, is it just a novelty, but it comes uncut. You have to cut it yourself. Oh, so that's the way they are with their specialty pizzas, like the heart pizza and stuff. You have to cut it yourself. But so, they're just like, I don't want to try to do yeah, this. They're like, we don't know do what it. you want out yeah. of this. Yeah, well, you got to do it. I think it's because of social media, though. I really, because people order like the heart pizzas or order mm-hmm. the pumpkin. They want to take a picture and put it on, on Instagram or whatever. So, but if it's cut up, it doesn't quite look right. Okay, so I think fine. that's why they let you cut it yourself so you can get a picture of it or enjoy the 
it's it's a novelty. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, so I order uh, a pumpkin pizza and I order uh, an order of chicken wings, and that is my like. We handed out all the candy. I eat the the food, and then I watch like something new or something scary or really whatever's in my on my mindset. Uh, this year, the Shutter Network, the network that has like Joe Bob Briggs and everything, they're doing so much new stuff for Halloween. So cool. I'm kind of just prepared for for that. It's probably what I'm going to be watching is Shutter. Cool. I gotta figure out what I'm doing. I guess I'm just gonna read Reddit stories oh scary reddit stories yeah it's time yeah. to get back into those i guess no sleep r slash no sleep uh i like the ones where they could be real oh, like, so let's like not read meet. like yeah those yeah. are those are upsetting yeah yeah um so yeah let's not meet and i'll then i'll like look at our paranormal and there won't be anything good yeah. so i i identify with all that you've just said very much <laughs> um yeah uh so, you know, not that you have Shudder or that we, you know, I share my Shudder login with you, but Shudder has a thing in the Halloween season called the Ghoul Log, which is like a Yule Log, you know, the, 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 oh. the Yule Log, but it's a, it's a jack-o'-lantern with a like creepy music and oh. ambience. So just so you know, you might want to throw that on your TV while you're, if you're not watching it, like while you're reading scary stories or whatever, I like that. it's really fun. And it's cool. And every year they do a different one. Like it's a mm-hmm. different cutout pumpkin and a different like atmosphere. Like one year they did it, but it was on like a city street and mm. every now and then there were shadows like in the background Ooh, and stuff. Cool. And, um, and then even better, if you like, if you really like the gulag thing, they have all of the pr- previous year's gulags. So you can actually watch them all or put them all on in the mm-hmm. background. At the but, same time. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a channel that just streams the gulag. So you, oh, not okay. on demand, but it's just a st- loop. So you can put okay. that on if you want. I would put that on, but I, I like watching movies because sometimes the trick-or-treaters are a long way between and I'm not going to sit and read on Halloween like some kind of psychopath. Oh, um, I, I wasn't going to read on <laughs> Halloween. I just meant it's time to like oh, start. Oh, yeah, bust it out. Yeah. Get in the spooky the spooky yeah. spirit. Mm-hmm. Spooky spirit. So, uh, <laughs> oh, um, so I am very excited because Saturday – Next Saturday, not uh, next Saturday from when this airs on the 25th of September, Elvira is coming back on Shudder for four movies. She's going to host four movies uh, cool. on Saturday night. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. That's awesome. It's for her 40th anniversary as Elvira. Um, Isn't that wild? Yeah. So, you, you ever watch Elvira? I mean, you know mm-hmm. who she is because mm-hmm. you know she's become a part of the the the, the culture. So I'm really excited to watch that. And shockingly, dude, she still looks really great. And she's like 60. Good for her. I mean, but she looks like, you know, when she started the show, she was like 22 or some shit. She looks great. Good. So yeah, good on her. So, I mean, not all of her is 60 years old. Some of her is a lot younger. <laughs> That's her own joke. I'm not even making fun of her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you now I'm glad, I'm glad that you're, you're getting ready for spooky season. Yeah. So, and do you get a lot of kids, uh, in the neighborhood or we, we did, but last year, um, uh, upper Darby had trunk or treat in the parking lot of, um, the, the school, the high oh, school, yeah. and it's really close by. Mm-hmm. So we lost a lot of people to that. Like they died. Yeah. Cause they oh, went there so and 
they thought it was gonna be cool, but then I, I don't know, something bad happened that's seasonal, but like so like not a shooting, but something seasonal and bad. Something seasonal and bad. Like they were all sacrificed. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. That's good. good. That's good stuff. Thanks for listening. You can email us at this show is awkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>